Welcome to KNX Unscripted with your host, Keith B., an exceptional, open-minded individual who enjoys sharing one-on-one conversations with people from all over the world. He explores their passions, backgrounds, and cultures, generally what keeps them excited about life. This podcast is a raw, unscripted conversation, real talk about everything, race, culture, sex, marriage, sports, and more with no limits. So if you're ready, let's begin the conversations. This is the K&X Unscripted Podcast. Here's your host, Keith B. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, the KNX Unscripted Podcast with your host, Keith B. Well, guys, it's February 1st, and it's Black History Month. That's right, it's Black History Month. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to talk a little bit about why I don't celebrate Black History Month. You know, and some of the stuff I'm going to say, or some of the things I might say, you know, you may not like it. You may not agree with me. You may think that I'm kind of wrong or selfish by not celebrating Black History Month. But I think I need more than a month. I need more than a month. I mean, a month might be all right with you, but I need more than a month. I just need more than that. You know, imagine going to a classroom and only reading expiring things about the people who look like you one month in a year. And the shortest month at that. The shortest month of the year. That's what you got. You know, the rest of the year, history is defined by people who don't look like you, don't come to your communities. And that would do damage to your self-worth. To a lot of people, especially kids. You know, kids start to pick up on things like that. You know, attending public school my entire life, February was the only time of the year when I didn't read about black people being enslaved. It was the closest chance I got to seeing many interesting things or actually someone by or someone that looked like me. But unfortunately, but fortunately, my parents had black encyclopedias in the home that I would spend hours reading to learn about black history. You know, I don't know if you remember, we used to have these gold, I don't remember they were gold, it was like some gold psychopedias, but I remember they were lined up and I would, on weekends, sometime I would open them up and read everything I can about black history. You know, outside of Black History Month, black lives were only collective and referred to as slaves before the Civil War or as protesters being bitten by dogs and prosecuted during the Civil Rights Movement. You know, this form of restrictive racial education made me feel inferior in ways that I couldn't speak or unpack until I took African study course or African study course in college. You know, a lot of students don't have that luxury now. You know, most black Americans still don't have that luxury of African-American studies. You know, especially since 15% are enrolled in degree-granting programs that don't offer this, don't offer those courses. You know, 
Black history is trying to summarize American history. And that kind of where that's kind of where the, the problems or the issue lies. You know, because black history is American history. There's no way I'm be able to begin to scratch the surface of some of the most important elements on black history in my little old podcast. And again, it's just my opinion. I don't celebrate Black History Month. I don't believe any of us should be celebrating Black History Month. And keep in mind, again, that's just my opinion. You know, in the month of February, many of you are going to spend time reflecting, reflecting and celebrating Black History Month. Some of you are going to be going to churches and different events and gyms, or maybe you're going to be doing some marches. I don't know, just a lot of different things. And that's a wonderful thing. You know, everyone is different. But I don't celebrate Black History Month as a unique, distant season in my year. Because I've been living Black history for 57 years, every day of my life. I need more than a month to define my life as a black man. I need more than a month to define my life. I would think, I would think all African-American men and women would need more than a month to define their lives or their family lives or the history of their families. More than a month? And then the shortest month of the year? February 1st through February 28th. We don't even get 31 days. You know, I was born in Louisiana, and as a child, we were instructed to carve out, our, we were instructed to carve out different communities. We learned about it all, the good, the bad, the unflinching truth, and the interconnections. So part of my perspective on black history is informed by an education that was submitted by ethnical experiences. You know, always feeling included as a kid, inspired to include other people. And this perspective kind of shaped my views as an adult. I practice inclusion in everything I do. I try to look at people as individuals, not class or color. You know, I realize a certain amount of privilege is in the experiences I've had over the years, especially being in the military for all these years or all those years, having an opportunity to travel the world, to meet people from different countries, different ethnic backgrounds, different cultures. Some people grow up in communities where if they're different, they know it. Maybe they're not allowed to leave it down. Not everyone had the experiences I've had. I wish more people had. I wish more people can view things through a lens of what unites us instead of what separates us. More importantly, I wish ours was a country where there was no need to celebrate Black History Month. What would would you think of that? What would you think if our country didn't have to celebrate Black History Month? What about that? Because we all see the contributions of black Americans through all the communities year-round around this country. We see the intersection of our experiences and celebrate our differences as well as what we accomplish together. You know, in 2023, we're still negotiating the truth of things like slavery, Martin Luther King assassinations. We have a state governor who's trying to block critical race theory from being taught in classes. That's right. Ron DeSantis of Florida, Republican governor, has rejected a new advanced placement course of African-American studies from being taught in high schools. He argues that this course violates state laws and is lack any educational value. 
I mean, seriously. Any educational value. I want you to listen to something right quick. It's racism. That's right. And I think we have to call this exactly what it is. This is cultural erasure. We've seen it happen before. When black people were brought from Africa over here, forced to be here, they erased our culture from us. They took our religion away. They took our names away. They took our heritage, everything that related us to Africa. They took it away and replaced it with Western culture. That's what you're doing right now in education. When you look at the AP classes mm-hmm. that are taught right now in the state of Florida, you have Chinese language and culture, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Latin, and Spanish. But you can't have African-American studies. I have a huge problem with this. And this is a course that was created and cultivated with certain expertise and experience. Mm -hmm. Henry Louis Gates Jr. was a part of this. This isn't just some thing that they threw together at the last minute. It is put together to teach you about us and who we are through arts and literature, as you were saying, science, civil rights, political science, geography. There's so much more to it. And if every other culture can be taught except for black culture, that's racist. That's right. This is happening throughout this country, guys. There are many school systems throughout this country who are stopping AP courses. They are stopping courses, African-American study courses. This is happening throughout the country. Texas, Florida. I mean, that's, that's just two I know of right off my head. They want to hide the history. They want to hide their involvement in slavery. They want to hide the impact that slavery has, has put on the African-American community still up to this day. They don't want the new generations to know about their involvement. They're trying to hide it all. This is what's happening. It's happening throughout this country. And we're concerned about February 1st through February 28th. I'm telling you, there's going to be a generation of young people who are not going to know anything about slavery. Anything about the civil rights movement. They won't know it. And the only way they can learn it is going to have to be from their parents because they're not going to be teaching it in school. They want to teach all those other histories, European history, some of the Asian histories, some of these other places, especially European history. But they are not going to be telling your students nothing about African-American history. The only thing they're going to get is February. That's all they're going to get. It's February. It's February. The sad fact that is, sometimes people don't want to learn from the past because it might force them to, to face the biased things that, that were either right or true or in fact aren't. But unless, unless we face some of the tough realities of how our country has stoked the vision, we're going to keep carving up our communities by race, by gender, by religion, by what is different from what we know. Black History Month has been around a little more than 50 years. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's been around for over 50 years. And we're still debating whether minority communities have a right to discuss their identity, their histories in schools. This isn't just about a black America. This is about... This is, This is about many other things. 
Pride Month dates back to 1969 in the state of Florida. They just passed legislators there to silence the LGBTQ community from expressing their identity in schools. If we don't want our children to learn, children to learn about what bigotry is, where it comes from, we have a lot more road to travel before we can get any acceptance. But if we're, going to, if we're not going to get uncomfortable with the hard truths of history, we're not learning. We're not growing. We are, we're just only hurting ourselves. We must address the history of redlining, of discrimination, of unconscious bias, of dog whistling racism, to just name a few, to get in a place of inclusion and belonging. We, we have to. But having to discuss, having to discuss all these difficult conversations in introspect is ready to learn the hard, the, the, the hard. It could be hard. So instead, people just don't acknowledge it. I mean, it can be hard. People don't want to discuss it. So they just like turn their back on it. They don't even acknowledge it. And as if a country we're going to change we, in how we treat each other, Black History Month is just a token gesture for marginalizing our communities. The same is true for Hispanic American Heritage Month, Asian American, Pacific Island uh, Heritage Month, Pride Month. The list goes on, guys. You know, a company might change their logo to a little rainbow pride, but it's the same company executive team looks around the boardroom and asks a question where they have enough representation from the LGBTQ community at the table. Or they may speak out against laws that endanger the rights of black people. You know, to put it simply, we are just, we are, just, we are celebrating if we are not, but we're not advancing the commu- our communities that are, in this, are the communities that are in the spotlights. So we are sub- celebrating all this stuff, especially like Black, Hi- black History Month. We're celebrating these communities, but we're not doing nothing. What have we changed? What are we doing? What's changing? I mean, these are hard questions. You know, I know they're hard questions. But I, I, I think they're the right ones to be asking. But not just now, but every month. Not just this month, February, but every month. Because, you know, March is right around the corner. March is Women's History Month. And we're still paying women 82 cents on the dollar to their mayor colleagues. Come on. The sad fact is no matter what the calendar says, unless we reflect on the hard questions and move from the hard questions to answers and challenge our black friends, our Asian friends, our LGBT community, we are grappling with nothing. Nothing. We're just doing the same shit from month to month to month. So don't celebrate. Don't celebrate Black History Month just to check the box. I mean, if you're doing that, what's the point? If nothing's changing in your community, if you're not making no impact in your community, what's the point? What's the point of everybody gathering all all the Baptist churches and everything? What's the point? What's the point? I mean, that's the question I I have for you. Do something that shows truth for your communities. Leadership, 
for your community as you celebrate. And do it every day or every weekend. Not just because this is a time of the year. I mean, do it all the time. Not just February. I mean, that's just, I don't know. So, guys, I don't celebrate Black History Month. I'm living it every day. Every day I'm living it. I'm living Black History Month. What about you? Are you living it? Are you living Black History Month? Talk to me. Let me know what you're doing. This has been the KNX Unscripted Podcast with your host, Keith B. Thank you for listening. And like always, you can listen to me on all podcast platforms. Google Play, Apple, everything. KNX Unscripted. We out.